0: Hi, Matthew. Um, I'm Jak van Jeren. I'm the CEO for West Wits. Um We're a small cap mining company listed on the ASX uh, with three distinctive projects that we now can um, develop forward. And uh, yeah, we can discuss those uh, three projects today. Thank you. Brilliant.
1: Yeah, good to see you. I saw you back in May uh in in Cape Town. Much nicer weather than I'm getting here, that's for sure. Um but look, it, I wanted to catch up with you because you've been advancing things significantly, but in the context of your share price is off 50%, right? It's 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 a tough market out there. So tell me what are what are the things we need to be um looking at in terms of what you've done since then.
0: Oh, thank you, Matthew. Um I think it's key for for us when we spoke in May the the one key element outstanding for developing this mine going forward was um, a tolling agreement. Um, You know, we said from the outset that we're not going to spend capital on building a plant. Um, There is, in South Africa, there is process capacity available. And uh, we were talking back then, we were talking to the two major companies uh, here in South Africa, and then uh, we ended up signing a tolling agreement with Sabanya uh, Sabanya Gold, Um, And uh, that now allows us uh, to treat our ore and, uh, you know, so that really kicks off the project to um, uh, put us into a position to start building the mine, you know, Um, that was the key thing for us. Uh, The other one was, um, you know, when we also spoke uh, in May, we just completed our feasibility study in, um, in September but with the world gone crazy you know for instance all the costs have gone up you know for instance our diesel price have doubled from september to to august so we revised our feasibility study the technical bit stayed exactly the same but all the economic factors uh changed you know and 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 we also adjusted our mind plan slightly and uh you know that that actually yielded a, a an improved feasibility study for us you know so where we are now, we've got a project in South Africa ready to go. Um, all our permitting is in place. Our tolling agreement is in place and we've got a, a good revised feasibility study.
1: Well, so how, how does that work then? you you've not, you said I, we didn't change anything technical. We, we adjusted the pricing and we've adjusted our mine plan and we ended up at a better place. So I guess the, the variable there, which seems to have Allowed you to end up in a better place given the costs have gone up is the mining plan. So, what precisely have you changed there in terms of how you come at this?
0: Yeah. So, when we did um, the initial early mining in basically from December until April this year, we were able then to de risk the project quite a bit by, um, you know, finishing off the box cut, gaining underground access. So, where we stand now. Uh, if you walk now underground, you can see there's, the reef is in the face. So the very first blast that we start taking now will start generating ore. You know, and that all of a sudden has allowed us to pull back um, the whole mine plant. So the minute that we start now, we'll start generating ore. We'll start building a stockpile of about 30,000 tons. Once we hit that stockpile level, we'll then start feeding the plant at a rate of about 15,000 tons building up all the way to about fifty thousand tons you know so that that was the real benefit you know we were able to sort of bring forward a lot of the ore production um and uh and yes it has sort of when we also spoke we spoke about a capital or a peak funding requirement of about 50 55 million that has now slightly gone up to about 63 million but that is then to fund, you know, all that, uh, that ore coming forward, you know.
1: Okay. So, right. I want to, I want to kind of get into the details, especially for people that are coming into this three new, right? So you kind of refurbished a, a, an old shaft and that's given you sort of access to these new, new faces that you're, you're, you're going after on these reefs. But 4.2 million ounces across all three reefs. Three million ounces is then what the in, initial, um, resource size, I think that you're, you're, you're going after three and a half gram grade roughly. What can you tell us in terms of these the these tons that you're building up to feed the tolling mill? In some is how much, how efficient is it? How much you know dilution is there? How much? What's the recovery rates? All of that kind of stuff.
0: Look, we we understand the the ore body quite well. You know, now that we've been there, you know, there's been historical mining that's taken place. So, and I must just stress that. You know, if you look at the the wits, I'll give you a bit of background. You know, if the, the wits have been being mined for the last 100 years. You know, there's, in fact, there's um, mining companies right next door to our lease that's my, mining the same reef type as what we're planning to mine. You know, so geological speaking, everything is very well understood. Um, and yes, you said that, you, you mentioned the old shaft. So I, I just need to stress there that even though we have equipped and refurbished and rehabilitated the old shaft. Our intention is to go to a big in situ block that hasn't been mined before. So I think that that's also how we differentiate ourselves. You know, um, other people have mined um, and, you know, gone into the old mines and started uh, robbing um, old pillars there. We're utilizing an old shaft, but we're going for a brand new in-situ block. So I think that's critical uh, to understand. So because of that, we've got to install new underground infrastructure. Um, In our feasibility process, we've allowed for um, dilution of, um, you know, sort of, let's say, um, typical dilution factors uh, that we understand to be achievable and then what other companies are achieving as well? You know, um, to give you an example, the minute that we start, we'll start our horizontal development on the reef. So because you, you know, you've got your reef coming through your tunnel essentially, you'll carry a bit more dilution. Uh, that's why when we start off, our typical mining rate would be about 1.5 gramme a ton, and then as we open up more stope faces where then the stoping is then concentrated, where the reef is then concentrated into a 1 meter, 1.5 meter cut, that's where you will then start seeing the three, three and a half gram ton mining grades that we'll, um, you know, start mining and, and start pushing out and, and stockpiling. And then once we send that to the plant, we've got a very good idea of what the recoveries would be. You know, in the past, we've achieved recoveries in our ore, Similar to what all the other plans have been achieved, you know, and we've pulled that into our feasibility study. So we're quite confident that we've used real values and not, um, you know, um, let's say uh, optimistic values. You know, I think the values that we've got, we can benchmark very well. You
1: know? Right. So what else, does, what else does the feasibility study tell you? or What are your internal economics around? Um, because the... You're you're ramping this thing up, right? We, when we talked, you thought we hope we can get to fifty thousand, maybe move that to seventy thousand, and then you got project two hundred thousand or to project two hundred at some point in the in the distant future, right? But between now and then, difficult economic and climate uh, ec- economic climate. Getting pressure so that's pressure from coming from below and the pressure coming down is that the gold price is not doing what everyone thought it would do in 2022 right so margins are being squeezed now next year could be a different matter, but for now your feasibility study, study says what in terms of the economics is this is this company going to make money? Definitely. we are
0: sitting with all in sustaining cost of about 1100 um, US per ounce and then at a steady state you know we've got a 17 year life of mine and at a steady state um, of about 50000 ounces per annum will be uh, as you calling sustaining costs will be running at below a 1000 us pounds you know so um we set up very well to sort of um trade through the economic um you know up and down turns in the gold price you know so I think we we well edged against that um I think that that's important to understand another important factor is that is even though the gold price are a bit depressed at the moment um our the project is going to be south african rand based and the um, the u s dollar exchange rate against the rand has also gone up a bit so our rand per ounce cost, Our ad per ounce revenue has actually gone up slightly, you know, from where we were um, when we did the feasibility study. So, in the rand terms, our project is still uh, better off than what it was a couple of
1: uh, months ago when we completed the feasibility right. study. Okay, in terms of this t- uh, tolling agreement component as well, how long do you how long do those agreements get fixed for? In terms of the the, the terms of those agreements get fixed. Because obviously you've got you to mine it and you've got to transport it there and then they're going to take their fees and then um, process it. And then you're going to be left with X dollars yourself. Um, but how much control do you have in terms of the, the, those economics? You
0: know, I think in terms of the terms, that was part of the, let's say, the delay is, you know, to get a term in place and on, on a paper and, and agreed that will also satisfy the banks um, from which we would be seeking then uh, debt funding, you know. So I think that that was important um, and that we managed to do with, uh, with uh, Sabanya. You know, we got that in place now. Um, so and, and it's also good for everybody else to understand that uh, Sabanya is a major player here in South Africa. They operate quite a number of plants so, the onus is on us to keep on performing, so while we're performing um they will find space for us in their plants you know uh, so i'm not I'm not worried about um the the tolling agreement as such it's you know the onus is on us to keep on performing and to keep our place in the plant if i can put it like that you know
1: right okay okay you keep delivering they'll keep processing um that's good news so so let's let's talk about that let's talk about the financing bit because the capex is like it's gone it's gone moved up a little bit to 63 million you're talking about debt there um are we still talking about creating some sort of structured debt program which which would entirely cover that capex, or are you going to need to? Are you now thinking you might need some um, some equity element to that too?
0: We've employed a company called Torum uh, that's that's helping us with uh, that's our debt advisors basically, and uh, you know through the new feasibility study they've done their calculations and they have found that you know we could probably look for about fifty to sixty percent debt, and then essentially fifty to forty percent equity, you know. So, and that, and that's now what we're looking for, you know. So effectively, if you break it down of the 60 million, we're looking for about 30, 35 million, um, in debt and then the balance then through equity, you know. Um, and, and that process have now already started. They've approached a couple of, uh, senior banks in South Africa and also international players. Um, so that process is now ongoing. And then also from a, from an equity side, you know um typically how it, it it works is that or it will work is that you've got to spend your own money first you know so um but we're also very conscious of the fact that you know we don't want to over dilute our current share base you know um considering where our market cap sits at the moment so we're looking at um various equity options that we can bring in you know so it's almost a or can I say almost a chicken and egg? You know, we need to understand what type of debt we can raise, and then we'll uh, decide what is then the best
1: uh, equity split that we can then put in place. You know, but but how do you, how do you do this? Because social finance is going to be required here because you're 32 million market cap company today as as we, as we speak, right? And so some equity numbers you're talking about would be massive dilutory, uh to your shareholders and yourselves. So, in terms of you know th- things like a- a- NSRs or are the kind of sec- secured lending um, or converts or wh- wh- whatever that you're, you're looking at? Are, are those on the table? Because, the, the, you know, the, the, the thought of a massive equity dilution right now, wh- whatever cash you may generate in the future, it, it's kind of not appealing, I suspect.
0: So we've got a couple of options that we're looking at, you know, uh, convertible nodes. Um, there's a couple of companies that's approached us with uh, streaming deals, you know, um, not all of them are, are um, I would say, uh, lucrative for us. But, you know, I think with our debt advisors and with the board, we'll make sure that we get the most optimum uh, finance package, you know. Um, and then that will then allow us to bring in then the, the debt funding as
1: well. Because you, you're going ha- to have to explain to the market. Because... It's a tough market out there for precious metal companies, right? It's it's brutal, right? Your share share is is not unusual, right? I think there's a lot of um, good companies in the same position as you whose stocks are massively discounted, who are fundamentally good companies. But you're going to have to explain to your shareholders and to the market, potentially, that... You, if you, you want to get this thing moving, and you want to, you want this thing to get get it to the point where it can get into production, there may be some expensive money needing to be raised, and there maybe needs to be some dilution now to allow you to get on the, I guess the the, the treadmill, uh, as it were. That, that's a difficult conversation, isn't it?
0: It it is definitely one, you know, uh, especially considering our current market cap.
1: But then, you know,
0: and, that, and that's why we're waiting to see what the, um, the debt funding or the indicative term sheets will look like. And then we can take the step going forward, you know, and then really understand what, what's the next step for us to take, you know. Uh, but yes, there, there is probably, uh, there is money available. You know, we know that, um, um, we know that they are in certain cases, it will be expensive money. But I think in, in our benefit is that, with the mine that we've set up and the, the way that we'll be in a position to start generating cash quite early in the project life, you know, and, we, and and remember we're also not making massive commitments in the in the mine, you know. It's not like we we're building a plant where you've got to put massive money down from day one. Uh, we'll spend the sixty three million um, over a over a period of uh, of three years, you know. So I think that there is a. You know, we can demonstrate that there is flexibility in the way that we'll be spending the money. And um, yes, I believe that our share at the moment is undervalued, you know, which we can, um, you know, so hopefully if we start building this mine we show value, you know, the dynamics in the company will change.
1: Okay, okay. Well, let, let, let's park that up, because you, you, I guess the stuff you can and can't say with regards to discussions on uh, seeking term sheets from these debt providers, right? So I won't push you on that one. Um, let's talk about the two other um, uh, aspects of the company. Okay, there is a JV with Rio in Australia, right they've started started drilling there and there's also the uranium component which is getting a little bit exciting out there so what, what, so what let's start with Australia what, what what's happening over there
0: well we entered into that JV with uh, Rio after we did that aerial surveys um, in 2020 and you know it's it's been quite a bit of discussion for us uh, to get uh, well to get Rio interested initially and then we when we did the aerial survey they actually came to us and you know it, they showed some interest in seeing what we've got in that block. And then we entered into the JV agreement where they can ultimately, if they spend about uh, 10 million Aussie, they can ultimately grow their share um, holding in the project up to about 79%, you know, something like that. And then what has now happened is they've actually started drilling on Monday, you know, so uh, we're quite excited to see what the, results will yield i've got nothing to to announce at the moment. All I know is that you know this this you know it's once again people that didn't expect us to actually start drilling that area you know, but it's in a highly prospective area we've now started drilling, so let's see what what comes out you know as soon as I know anything we'll start announcing it you know.
1: Good, but they're starting to spend yeah. their four million bucks commitment to get that fifty one percent phase one yeah absolutely so that, okay. absolutely that was part yeah. of our uh,
0: arrangement with them. And they've honoured their arrangement and we're quite happy, you know, there's a good interaction between us and them, you know, so uh, even though we ultimately will become the junior partner, I think that uh, the communications that we've got with them is very good up to now.
1: Okay, and at at some point, expectation is they take you out? Well, yes. Well,
0: we'll we'll end up with a a 21% initially and then, you know, after this uh, uh,
1: full $10 has been
0: spent, you know, and then, yeah, let's
1: see what happens. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Okay, and then uranium. Very exciting uranium market out there at the moment. Uh, There's a real buzz around it. Yeah. You've got some uranium. Not bad grades, yeah, we've got some uranium. It's uh, uranium
0: that we identified already back in 20, uh, 2008. Um, we drilled out, we had a, a drilling campaign there that identified an exploration target of about 12 to 16 million pounds. Um and we recently uh, drilled three holes in that area just to confirm uh, some of the old data, you know, because it's all new management team that's looking at it. And the data that we found back in 2008 is the same as what we drilled out now, so we're confident that we're now in a position to move the uranium story forward, you know. So the next step for us is to convert our exploration target into a jaw- compliant resource. And then once we've got that resource, we'll do a desktop study and then we'll decide how to push this forward. What's very interesting about our uranium target is that um, it's on what we call in South Africa the bird reef package. In the bird reef package, you've got gold and uranium reefs that sort of sits parallel to each other uh, like this. And, um, you know, in, in our instance, you know, the reefs are about 15 to 20 meters apart. So um, even though the gold grade in that area is, is a bit lower than the rest of the ore body, we see a real opportunity that, you know, with the uranium and the gold sort of um, mining that together, you can start building a nice little business there as well.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's interesting because if you look at Olympic Dam in, in Australia, they, you know, they're Rio. R- R- uh, thereafter, copper with uh, uranium as a byproduct. Um, be interesting to see where, yeah. where, where you, you guys end up here with, with gold and uranium. But look, the the, the, grade, the grades are good. But what you're going to need to do is deliver mm-hmm. a bit more scale to this. Do you think the opportunity for scale is there, given the sort of historic data that's around on this stuff?
0: The, the current res- uh, well exploration target that they've identified was down from surface down to a depth of about 400 meters. You know, so the, the extra scale will come in out on strike and in depth, you know, so it's a, it's a localized area that was drilled out. So there's still space to the, uh, to the east of our uh, license to go and explore there further. And then also to a depth of about a thousand meters or so that we can still go and explore. So we've got phases in which we will do that. You know, we also have to consider that we're building a, you know, a brand new mine, sort of, uh, you know, two kilometers away from there, you know, that's going to take our capital. But then we also uh, have to be cognizant of drilling these deep holes. So we'll start off with, um, uh, you know, um, declaring a resource up to about, you know, in our current um, exploration target area. And then we'll expand, you know, depending on what the grades look like and those type of things.
1: Okay, so it's, it's, it's in the back pocket for now. Don't want to spend too much money and to get distracted from the main task, which is get get this the, get this um, gold uh, asset uh, monetized and valued properly. Yeah. Um, but we so still, just, just, sorry
0: to interrupt, but we still yeah. want to focus on the uranium next year. You know, to convert our target into a resource. You know, the deeper stuff. We'll put in the back pocket.
1: Okay, okay, okay. So on, um, let, let's come, let's come back to term sheets, right? Okay, you, you're going through a process at the moment. Have you set yourself a date by which you want to get terms on the table to consider, or is it a kind of work in progress, depending on what's happening in the market?
0: Well, we've we've signed up a, um, a number of NDAs already with some of the major banks and some of the uh, debt funders, you know. So it's it's really up to now. It's work in progress, but we expect that within the next um, two or three weeks we'll have um, term sheets that we can consider, and then once we've got those um, and we see that they look, you know, good good enough for us to move into the equity space, then once we're there and we've raised the money for um, to start up with, um, then we can actually start. So we've got good plans to start early New Year, uh, early in the New Year, uh, probably um, get the. Mining contractor um, established in a, in about uh, March next year, and then start building the stockpile. You know, so that that's our. Uh, so we've got quite a, a, a gre- an, an aggressive ambition to get
1: this mine now now going. You know? Brilliant. Okay. Well, Jack. Great to catch up with you. I like the story back in May. You've moved things along significantly. You know, let's hope the uh, markets recover and let's hope you get some of the credit that I think you're due. So appreciate your time today. Stay in touch though. Okay.
0: Oh, will do. Thank you very much, Matthew.